us. Every time we come into a stadium, it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We come here to fight every week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You who knows? We're back in. It's a Monday edition of the program. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Want you guys to hit us up. Lots of text. We'll get into those. I'll have Jake read some of those. We'll call us. We got to talk about the NBA Finals. Got to catch up a little bit on um, the Broncos ownership situation. The Bullen Kids. Will, after his brother, after Pat Bowen's brother gets a billion dollars, a little over a billion dollars for his 20% ownership of the team, the remaining Bowen kids will each receive $511 million. Um, wow. They're giving uh, John, Johnny Bowen his in Monopoly money. No, they're giving it him his in Nintendo gift cards. No, I'm just kidding. They're giving it, it, him. Hey, it, coach. Who's a gangster? Who's a gangster? You are. Nah, nah. you are. <laughs> <laughs> you are, baby. Um. Wow. I mean, pretty sad that in the end, it's a new beginning for the Broncos franchise. The Broncos. I don't know if people understand this. They have the richest owner. In professional American sports now. Not just the NFL. And when you think, man, that Jerry Jones, he's got a lot of my Dan Snyder. Even the Mark Cubans of the world. Those guys are living in townhouses and condos as compared to the Walton family's riches. Okay? it's We have the richest owner in the NFL and in sports now. And all of the things that are going to come come along with it are now, you know, and and what the Broncos franchise now is going to become, Jake, is going to be changed forever. 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 One more. Forever. forever. And I love it, man. I hope they keep the stadium in the city somewhere, but do something, in, you know, incredible with it. Um... I'm excited. I'm excited. The the Broncos as an organization have always been first class. Always been for, first class. Never shortchanged. Uh, Pat Bowen used to give guys bon- um, incentive, um, incentive bonuses that, you know, when they reached certain numbers or criteria in their contract, they got bonuses for guys who didn't reach the bonuses and were just shy of bonuses. He would still pay those guys out. But the Bolins ran this team, I hate to say it, like a mom and pop. Broncos don't have, you know, in, in you know, in Denver dollars, Jake Jabs money or Dylan Doug money. They got mom and pop money, you know, and it's never stopped them from doing whatever they wanted and having any player they've ever wanted. That's the beauty of Pat Bolin. But now, man, it's like. The Rams left poop St. Louis to go to L.A. for the glitz and the glamour and the gigantic stadium and the branding and the ability 
to buy any player they want, which again, how have they how do they keep doing this? What's changed since the Rams moved to LA? Well, now they're one of the best brands in the NFL. Went to two Super Bowls and won one. That's not on accident. That's why they moved to LA. This is LA. Right? Yeah, no doubt about it. They made a, a financial decision, not only for uh, the ownership, but also to recruit players. Who doesn't want to play in L.A.? So what now is going to happen with new ownership, the Broncos are going to become um, a destination now. Their new building is going to host uh, a Super Bowl one day. Again, we don't even have a, a um, dirt, the, the land to build the stadium on, let alone na- know where we're going to build the next stadium on. But that's a priority. And... Everything will forever change. We'll be hosting a Super Bowl in five, eight, ten years. Maybe uh, on occasion, you know? The Final Fours, uh, big college football games that CU will never play in. All of it, man. It's going to be wild because, you know, for one, damn, man, Denver's the size of the city, the people. It's, you know, uh, Colorado Springs, huge city, growing. We're in Castle Rock for some games. It's just like what Castle Rock has become. It's wild. So, I mean, for one, Colorado used to be that little hidden gym. You know, um, Florida and California is where the gas was 6 and $7. And, you know, the, the cost of living was so incredible. You can't really live here in Colorado without, you know, like a normal. Uh, you can go to other states and, you know, a little ranch over at Harvey Park that's 600000 now is a. $150,000 house in another st- city and state. Speaking, it's, un- it's incredible. You know, speaking of those gas prices, we got a, a text from our guy, NDC Danny. He says, been so long since Danny was on the air, gas prices were a lot cheaper back then. Hashtag welcome back, Cotter. And he also says, uh, one man challenging another man to a sword fight. Hashtag, hey, boys, <laughs> my father's gay. Oh. <laughs> uh... Give me a couple more. All right. We got one from Dirty Mike and the boys. They said, uh, we almost had to switch to Chad and Nate Dog. The boys were getting restless. No, the don't. O- the only entertainment we had last week was Kyle Berry getting <laughs> ratioed by Wendy's. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, they replied to him on something. Kyle's like running into stars everywhere. He like ran into Will Barton, Will Barton at Fuzzy's. He was like, anyone want to come out and hang out with me and Will Barton at Fuzzy's? And we're like, I, I replied, no. No, I said, no, thanks. I think I got butthurt about it. But why would I want that? He's going to eat all the chips in the basket. He's not going to share anything. He's not going to pass the, you know, the hot sauce. He come to the game. He don't catch no passes. He don't pass no balls. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, uh, yeah. Will Barton. Sayonara. Um, speaking of. So Dan Feldman hit us with. Uh, Tweet here uh, three days ago. Seven active NBA head coaches stem from Greg Popovich's tutelage in in San Antonio, including the two facing off in these NBA finals. Okay, right? Are you with me? You know, uh, Mike Brown, uh, Doc Rivers, um, Steve Kerr, Monte Williams. Who's the new Boston Uduka? Ime Udoka. Uduka. Uduki? Udoka. That's what I said. Um, off the Popovich coaching tree. So Dan Feldman said how at tweets Danny sees himself, which got me going and thinking. I'm kind of a big. What? Yeah. 
exactly for for reals. But here's the coaching tree. Here's the Danny Williams media and radio coaching tree. Here's what that thing looks like. Okay, you ready? Josh Dover, Kyle Berry, Dan Fellman, Jake Meyer Radio at Jake Meyer Radio, Benjamin Albright, Ryan Edwards, Kyle Laboria, Jakey P303, Logan Massaro X. Uh we got Jeff Gersh, we got D White, got Dennis Hernandez. Ah, the Hernandezes. Um, that's as much as Twitter would let me put. So I had to start putting other guys like Shane Ray, Bronco Great, uh, Drew Demo, Drew Drew Moore, former rap, uh, current Rapids Great, all time Rapid Great Drew Moore. Had Benny Bash on there. Had Ronnie K on there. Had uh, JJ Jerez on there. Had uh, LJ Maximo, Connor Dockery. Got a lot of guys on there. That's the coaching tree. That's incredible. Then I had like 10 other guys who were like, oh, okay, thanks, Danny. Forgot about me. Guys like Jesse Trujillo, who's like the most successful guy in Denver sports media right now, working for the Broncos, Altitude, all the stuff he does. Damn, that's a, I mean, he's a star. He is a superstar, Jesse Trujillo's turned into. Um, and it was cool, man, because everyone was, it was like, you know, everyone interacted with it. A lot of guys were saying, wow, that's an incredible list. It was. It's an, it's an incredible group of guys who would be nothing if it wasn't for me. You know, I'm looking at um, Dover, Fellman, Albright, Hernandez, Jakey P, Ryan Edwards. If it wasn't for me, I'm looking at Insurance Guy. Uh, I'm looking at uh, Deli Meat Slicer. I'm looking at uh, Delivery Guy. I'm looking at a couple Uber drivers. Quite frankly, nobody, nobody does, does it better. better. It's no slogans. Just, just great, great radio. radio. But shout out to all those guys who I created out of thin air. You know what I mean? Some were like, you go to the markdown section. It's like a beat up can. You know, it's like the food's still in there. It's a beat up can. It don't look right. You know what it's like? Kind of nasty. I go home and I open that can with tools from my garage and create a beautiful meal out of it. And that beautiful meal is Jake and his tendrils. You should have seen what, after what Eric Goodman and Joe Rico did to Jake, he was damaged, guys. I didn't know if he could make it back, but I took him in like a stray. I wind him. I dined him. I touch a cheese, a little vino. Mwah. And now look at Jake and his tendrils. Turn it up, Jake. Yes. Let's go. So now Albright and I, it's like we're not we're not friend. We're friends. And we're not enemies. It's weird. You have to stay with me here. So JT the Brick, Jim Rome has his own, you know, the Travis Quays and the JT the Brick was a caller. The great JT the Brick was a caller into Jim Rome's show who turned, you know, it into a career. So now those guys are like, don't talk about each other. You know what I mean? It's weird. They respect each other, you know, all that kind of stuff. That's kind of like me and Albright a little bit. But Albright couldn't deny it. Hit us with the like. Had to do it. It's true. Who's the next great one? Zach Seekers? 
Maybe. Nigel? Probably not. I haven't seen him in like three weeks. Let's go to break. I think Zach Seegers is the next great one. I think he has a chance to be a real star. Oh, he's right there. Damn it. You're the devil. Oh, go. Ah, thought you were doing it. Devil. He was going, hey. Let me hear a goat noise. Let me hear a goat noise. Yes. He is goat-like. Check him for a tail. Smiley Sports. But I thought about her. Every night, I thought about her. <laughs> oh, turn up a little bit. Yeah. Sprinkle with a little bit of sex, and it's a potion. That's what we needed, Jake. Especially with the tendrils. Okay. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Thanks for being with us. Uh, we need to talk about the NBA Finals, Jake. Steph had a performance for the ages. Um, and I thought that the Celtics were going to take command. Of that series, Steph was a little bit injured when uh, Horford fell on his leg. I thought Steph was hurt, uh, but he was, you know, kind of playing coy a little bit. Came out and gave 40 or 43? What was it? 43. 43. The series is tied up, and uh, it's anybody's for the taking right now. I don't, I'm totally split down the middle right now, Jake. Um, we haven't seen Boston's best quite yet, but also Draymond hasn't played very well. Clay hasn't gone off yet. Steph's been historic. He's had, I mean, he's been great. He's been quietly. It's weird. I think we just expect it now. It's not quite like the come up when you're just like, wow, wow, look at these shots. You just expect it from Clay now or uh, from, um, Steph now, but in the sense of, Dray- uh, you know, Draymond's going to have one big game to help them win the game. Uh, I think Tatum's going to have a takeover game. Jalen Brown's got that potential. Clay is one of the greatest scorers and shooters in NBA history and NBA playoff history. I don't know where this thing's going to go, Jake. It's tough to predict. And right now, with the series going back to Golden State, I'm sure it has to be in favor of, of the Warriors right now. Uh, but... After a loss, you know, Boston bounces back every single time, undefeated after a loss. And, you know, Steph is being iconic right now. He is the only, he's the third oldest player, or yeah, the third oldest player to uh, score 40 points in a, in a finals game, joining Jordan and LeBron. So if Steph can put, you know, all this on his back and continue to play at this level, I'm rolling with the Warriors. I can't count Boston out because they have something going right now um, with... 
they have something going right now with that new head coach of theirs that they're really just peaking now. This is the beginning for for them. Again, they were 25 and 25 at one point in the season. And obviously from that point to um, they had an incredible, I mean, they're their best team in the NBA the second half of the season. And I think because of the shortcomings before, because Tatum and, and Brown haven't done it before, um, people are sleeping on Boston. But this new coach, uh, Horford back in there, the defense that they play um, makes them dangerous. And they might be NBA champions here in a week. You know, something you said there makes me think they're going to lose. What is that? This is only the beginning. You know, Ime Udoka is barely getting into his first. This is his first year as the Boston Celtics head coach, and he's established it's something. It's not already. them arriving. This is yeah, they have arrived. They're in the NBA Finals. the The season that they had is the arrival, but this is only the beginning, and this may be the end of what the Golden State Warriors are trying to do. This could be the the cherry on top of their little dynasty of what they've had built throughout the years. They took a couple years off Damn, due I'll to tell injuries. You, that would be, I have to say, Jake, very incredible and unbelievable. Think about it. It'd be unfathomable. It'd be without, without fathom to think that the Warriors could win this again because it tell you when you thought the last couple years was the end because of the injuries and the age on Draymond and on Steph, the injuries on Clay, the rebuilding of the team. I mean, it's like none of the old guys from the old, you know, championship supporting cast. It's all new guys. You it thought it was over for them. If they could win another one, then you're kind of like, damn, they should have won another one during the last few years. And could they win a couple more? Oh, that is wild, bro. That's the predicament that the Warriors and Warriors fans Holy are in cow. right now because let's say, you know, Draymond. They won three, right? And lost one to LeBron. Yeah. Did they go to five in a row? Did they, and they, lost, who, they lost to who did the, the Raptors. The Raptors and Kwai. Yeah. Yes, that's right. So they've been to five. They went to five. And then they've been down since then. And if they were to come back and win this one, it'd be very incredible for the legacy of that all-time great team. No Truly doubt Truly that all-time great team. Then we talk about them like the Showtime Lakers and Bird Celtics. And maybe even Jordan's Bulls. Because, again, Jordan wins three. You, you go play baseball for two years and you win three more. And same thing with Magic. I'll kind of won in the Bird. They got you know one more at kind of at the end there. If the War Warriors do this, it'd be incredible it'd be very incredible i think it's not really unfathomable as you think it's with fathom it's with fathom because they're right here right now and like the song right here right here right now and they're going home with home court advantage so i think everything is in the warriors favor right now i don't see why they would lose they have the the championship pedigree they have the finals experience and in these final three games. What if Tatum and Brown go again? And this comp has been a good one, I think, as it's played out. Go Giannis and Middleton. Again, no one gave the Bucks credit until they actually won it all. It's like they didn't, you know? Give them some 
credit. I mean, for no real. one really kind of thought they could win it until they actually won it. And then you're like, okay, well, that's they're good enough. I think there is a little bit of of that going on with the Boston Celtics, but it, they got to do it. They actually, yeah, that's just how it is. It's not, it's not that they're sliding them in any way. It's just you got to you got to prove it in order to earn that type of respect. Okay, let's go to break. 303-831-1340, The hotline and the text line. It's ten thirty a.m. in the Mahi City. Want to hear from you guys? Couple segments left. Got a lot of stuff to get into them. Let's hear from you guys and let's finish strong with Molly Sports. Take off the Wi-Fi. Take off the money phone. Take off the car loan. Take off the flex and the white loss. Take off the weird ass jewelry. I'm going to take 10 steps then I'm taking off top off. Take off the fabricated streams and the microwave memes. It's a real world outside. Your uh -oh. idols. Take off the runway. Take off the Cairo. Dre? Sandro pay five days stay. Take off for the meal. Hella five Take off the fuck flag, take off perception, <laughs> take off the cop with the hot pad. Who is it really? It's uh, your boy Kendrick. Oh, is this Kendrick? My boy? It's your boy! Okay. He's alright, I guess. He's not the hero that you make him out to be, but... He's a good European rapper. <laughs> okay. Thanks for being with us. Um, we got so much stuff to talk about. NBA Finals last segment. Uh, Stanley Cup Finals. Ball Arena Wednesday night. $750 cheapest ticket I saw at this moment in time. We have a couple days till we have to predict the Stanley Cup Finals. Find an MVP in there and tell you guys how many games it's going to take for the Avalanche to win this thing. We're not there yet. We'll do that on Wednesday for our Stanley Cup pre-show extravaganza. What have the Rockies been doing, Jake? Uh, they've just been mediocre still. You know, they win some here, win some here, lose some there, and uh, they're still just a little bit below 500. You know, nothing... Nothing that I didn't really expect. I just hope they get over that 68 win total. 68 and a half. I got to get to 69. <laughs> <laughs> Giggity. All right. Okay. Um, That's it for Rockies? Pretty much. Freeland dominating? Is he? No, not at all. I, I haven't been watching, so I don't know. Okay. I just keep up with the record. But uh, we do have some more text to get into. Okay. We got one from Noit. He says, uh, abs in five just so they can win it all on a Friday night and have the parade on a weekend. Well, that's smart. I'll take that. It'll be sweet. I would definitely take that. What did we talk about? Uh, the That new golf tour. Uh, had its first event over the weekend for all the promotion and pub and all that kind of stuff. I really didn't hear a whole lot about it. You know, I really didn't hear a whole lot about it, but, um, who won? Charles Schwartzel won the event. Did he? Uh, <laughs> let's see here. I guess we'll never know. Who the is that guy? Rory, Rory won the Canadian Open over the weekend. 
but uh, you know, uh, Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, Sergio, Lee Westwood, Kevin Nall, and Louis Louis Oosthuizen were among among those guys who played in that other event. So, you know, I haven't really said much about it or had a take on it, but these guys are making a lot of money to go have a chance to play in this other league, and if it's about doing something in another country that doesn't treat its people right or its women right or they're kind of despicable maybe in some of the things that they, you know, might believe in. And, um, you know, the PGA is in, there's an Asian tour. There's like the, uh, tours all around the world. And, you know, I don't know if there's a China tour or not, you know. I ain't trying to, you know, bring anything into anything because if there's anything we really love about when people call in on the show and tell us about, it's their politics, their religion, their fantasy football team, and their kids. We love hearing about all of that stuff, not psych. <laughs> but, um, you know, these Good guys morning, are... Good Snowflakes. How you doing? <laughs> great, great. I just wanted to say thank God for Donald Trump. I love you, Mr. Trump. Thanks for trying to save our country. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... Those guys are making a lot of money. It's an opportunity for them. The PGA is, you know, in bed with a lot of countries and around the world that aren't as free as America. And I don't, I ain't going to bag on these guys. Phil may be the douchebag head of this whole thing. But again, like who, why is, who's to say there should just be one PGA tour that stands alone? You know, it's I'm interested to see how this whole thing kind of shakes out. They offered Tiger nine figures, like real good money. Nine figures. Nine figures is in the what? Well, that's not that's way more than a ten. But how much is that? Ten billion dollar Ken Whoopass? No, the nine figures could be five hundred million dollars, right? That's one, two, three, four. That's nine figures. That could be, listen, Phil got $200 million to come to this tour, and Dustin got $125 million just to come. Just to come join the tour. If that's the case, I, they said upper nine figures. That's Is, is 500000 upper nine figures? I'd say 700000000 million is upper nine figures. Yeah. Not $500 million, I'd say $700 million is up, or $600 million at least. Do you think they offered Tiger Woods... $700 million, almost a billion dollars to come play on this tour? Probably. I mean... And he turned that down at his age. Why? Why? Principal? I don't know. Principal? That's the only oh, thing I can think okay. of. Okay, Hurlbutt. That's the one thing I can think of. Now you sound like a Jersey boy living the dream. Thank you, my friend. He's bagging on these guys who went to this other tour, right? Yeah. What's his take? Well, he's just saying that uh, you know it's, it's it's blood money. Yeah, it, it it's not the best way to and they, I mean they're one of like the they're super rich countries, you know, advanced and you know just because they're maybe archaic archaic in some of their beliefs and some of the it it's it just it's the way the world works. He's not necessarily bagging on them. He's more saying that if he was in their shoes, he wouldn't do it. Damn. What if Tiger would have joined that tour? I think we would have looked at it in a totally dramatically different light. Well, it, for one, a lot more people would have been watching. 
and I think more guys would have came along with him. Dustin Johnson's one of the best players in the world. That is a shocker. That's shocking. You know, it's like Rory. It's like any any guy. It's like any guy on tour, literally. Dustin Johnson's like any guy on tour going on to this other tour. So um, I, I kind of think it's interesting. I'm in, I'm interested in it. Are you at all? We care a little bit about golf on this show. I mean, it's I have a little bit of interest. You in had it. boxing this weekend. I had I did have boxing. Well, let's talk about it on the, the other, other side. side. It's Mali Sports. Spider Man and You ready, Jake? I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready, Slick. Are you? Girl, I must warn you. Final segment of the show. Thanks for being with us. I'm at Tweets Danny Jake at Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter. I mean, we got like days and days worth of stuff to get in. Um, NBA Finals tonight, right? Yes, sir. Yep. Uh, Stanley Cup Finals on Wednesday. Should be a big week around here. Broncos minicamp stuff, getting everybody all juiced up and excited. Um, you know, all the good storylines and all the all the feels, you know. It's happening. It's it's a, a, a great time to, to be alive. It's a great time to be a, uh, a sports fan. And uh, Jake, stop the show. <laughs> There's been a trade, hasn't there? Yes, there has. Well, Jake, why don't you let the cat out of the bag? So, per Woj and his ESPN... It's a Woj bomb? It's a Woj bomb. Denver is trading... Jermichael Green and a protected 2027 first round pick to Oklahoma City for the the number 30 pick in this month's NBA draft and two future second round picks. The future. So now the Nuggets have the the 21st and the 30th pick in this draft. How do you feel about that? Uh it's going to free up some money as well as, you know, getting, you know, two potential role players in the draft. I think it's a good decision because Jermichael Green didn't really affect the game that much for the amount of dollars no, he was No, he was getting. useless. Exactly. He was supposed to be a Jeremy Grant replacement in a lot of ways. He never fit. I never understood it. Um, Jeff he, Green was much better. Oh, no doubt about it. He's a bold buzzard. You know, he's literally oh, 35 or years or, or older. Right. So, you know, I, I like the move and... They're probably eyeing somebody in the draft that can either replace Jamichael or, uh, you know, maybe even have potential starting aspirations. Okay. Um, I, you know, I think that when you trade, a, find you a first round pick, you're either maybe setting up some other trade where that team needs a couple first round picks, right? Maybe something bigger you're setting up, or um, they might, again, no team does it better than those guys. Um, finding guys like Bones Highland and um, really incredible players anywhere in the draft, which is really only the last two rounds. So, um, yeah. Totes. What so you you're all for this? Yeah. For sure. What do you think? 
I think it was a good move. I think Calvin Booth needed to make a you know a statement. It's a, it's a reboot. You know, right off the right off the bat, and I think this is a good way to let Nuggets Nation know that he's in it to win it, and he's not going to just you know be idle and, and stand by and and do nothing. And he's looking to improve the team to get guys who you know can play defense and and be effective on both sides of the ball. So I think that's that's Calvin Booth's. First move, and it's uh, it's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, me too. Again, it's uh, I'm down for that. That's all good stuff for me. Don't you think? No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Okay. Um. NBA Finals tonight. Uh, uh, let's put a nice little bet slip together for some of these player props. Okay. Um, Steph right now is over under total for points is thirty and a half. He's been phenomenal. Like we just said, he scored 43 points the other night. Okay, so you like Steph and the over on the points. I like the 30 and a half, but I do like under five and a half threes for Steph. That's that's just too many threes. Well, how is he going to get to that big number then? I mean, he's going to hit five threes, but not six. Okay. <laughs> um, that is a big number. That's a lot of expectations. Like five and a half. Wow. Um but also, I think he's gonna get to the free throw line quite a bit. You know, he d- he does those floaters, and I think Draymond is out to prove something tonight. And um, Shaq said it's a regular <laughs> Draymond single triple, right? A single triple, damn, that's cold blooded. But uh, I bet you. Let me look at the assist totals and the rebound totals for Draymond tonight. And which one do you feel more comfortable with, Draymond hitting the assist number? Or the rebound number. The rebound number is seven and a half, and the assist number is six and a half. I'm more comfortable with the assists. I think his game has evolved a little bit with with his age. He doesn't really crash the boards as hard uh, as he used to, but he does facilitate a lot more. He's not attacking the basket. He's not, you know, crashing the boards. So I think mm-hmm. the assist number is probably your best bet. Okay. Uh, I like the rebounding number because the way he plays so crazy, you know, he's he, that that's he can go get those rebound total. He can get that rebound total himself. The assist number has to come along with whoever he's, you know, feeding the ball to, knocking down those yeah, those threes. He's got Steph, Clay, Wiggins, I feel you. Jordan Poole. It's who personal. Gonna be I've been burned to. on the assist number a couple times uh, by Dre in the last couple of weeks. For me, I get it now. Yeah. But if it's his redemption tour in this game tonight, like you think it might be, yeah, he's got something else to prove tonight. Then he might get it. But then again, it, he can only control what he can control, and rebounding is a big part of that. Okay, well, who wins tonight? Warriors. By, uh, let me see here. By they don't cover. By four points. They win by a three. Wow! So you're taking, but you would you bet Boston in the points? Or are you going to stay away from that? I might stay away from that because it seems like every other game is a blowout. What about uh, the total two eleven? Two eleven. Give me the. It was the under last game, but I think that I think they score more points in Golden State than they do in Boston. Yeah, give me the give me the over. Really? Give me the over for sure. <sighs> you're making me nervous. Okay. 
couple minutes left. Anything else? Um, let's see. Oh, flag, JJ. Let me tell you oh, about okay. it. Okay. Uh, last weekend, uh, JJ in Princeton played in the fag, uh, flag football championship. They won the first game. They were down 18 to 2. Okay, with like eight minutes left in the game. Princeton was playing quarterback for the first half of the game. And when Princeton's in, we're like a different team. He's just throwing the ball all the way down the field. Always, always, always. And it just wasn't kind of happening. They put JJ in it. Quarterback. And JJ does a little end around uh, Lamar Jackson thing. Scores a touchdown. Converts the two point conversion. Um, throws a dart. For the two-point conversion, we're down eight points. Are you with me? Yeah. So there's only a couple minutes left. We have to onside kick. So in flag football, when, when you're a kid, onside kick is you get the ball at your five-yard line, Jake, and you have to you get one play, and you have to make it to the 50. Okay? So Jake is playing quarterback, hikes the ball, rolls out, it's kind of patting the ball, lets the guys get down the field, and takes off. And right at midfield, JJ by two boys is tackled. Tackled because they're trying to win the game. Flags. First down. Our ball going this way. Plenty of time. JJ runs. Scores a touchdown. We convert the two. Overtime. JJ and the boys find a way to win. Hey! Yeah! I mean, like, I don't want Doc. We, we have a great team. Prince is a great, great player. And he does a lot of other things, too. But we put JJ in at quarterback. And, like, man, I talk about my kid all the time on the radio. And what a study is. And I don't know, man. Every kid kind of believes that. Even like the Lego dads. Oh, my kid does Legos with the best of them. Whatever. You should see how good my kid is at science and the, the saxophone. That's cool. Okay. But man, JJ was such a hero. I'm like just so proud of him. I want to just cry about it, man. He was so awesome. And then, you know. Super was, Bowl MVP. He was, And then he was player of the game. Uh, it was sick, bro. The big old, you see the championship ring on the Twitter? Yeah, I did. I mean, bro, it was like a big old championship ring. It was so, it's so sweet. And so I'm very happy for him. It's a moment he'll never forget. It was, it was sweet. Hey, it's sweet. Uh, that's the whole show. We'll be back tomorrow. I promise. I'll be back tomorrow. Well, not maybe I promise you. I could get sick or something crazy, but, um, I'm planning on it. Andrew and Anilo are next. Hmm. Yes. Yes. Damn, when you get the fool like that. <laughs> we got a good thing here. We're lucky, Jake. I missed you, buddy. I missed you, too. For Jake Meyer, I am Danny Williams. We appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. Bye. See, you, see you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. City, I'm a new slow cut.